Together we can mobilize a global mission force to finish the task. This is your tribe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our talk show. And the topic is, this is our tribe. If you get on our official website, and this is right there, it says, this is our tribe. And what else? You know, it's about collaboration, around mobilizers in every dimension of mobilization. Um, a local level, regional level, and a global level. So today, our special guest is Pastor Herman, Herman Rika. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you, Ray, for having me on this interview, this talk, actually. And yeah. by the way, you pronounce very well my name. So well done. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying with the <laughs> that is not something Chinese can really pronounce, but I try. <laughs> but you did very good, very good. Well done, brother. <laughs> so it's good to be yeah. with you, and it's good to say hi to everybody for the audience. So welcome to this time. We want to talk, and we are trying, and uh, and the the topic is very important. So thank you, Ray, yeah. for creating this space to talk. Herman is our newest uh, EOT member, uh, exact leadership team member of the Global Mobilization Network. I think everybody mm -hmm. recommend your name. I don't know, from a few months ago, I heard your name so much. Um, <laughs> so there must be something really special about you. <laughs> so wow. why don't you just... Uh, <laughs> introduce a little bit about yourself because I can read it okay you know, it's it's on the website but it's, it feels much better if but you it's not the same yourself. yeah <laughs> that's okay brother yeah as you say my name is Herman Rica I'm originally from Argentina so I was born in Argentina and actually I'm living in Argentina in the city of Cordoba you will be able to hear some dog barking around because I'm at home right now recording this video with you. Uh, so sorry for that, but you no know, it, it is such a blessing to, to walk with Jesus and make friends during this journey. And I, I believe uh, through the friendship and uh, I'm, I'm just trying to pursue it, uh, God, you know, that's that's my mm -hmm. ultimate goal in life. And, and I, I really like enjoying and connecting people and talking with people. Uh, I met the Lord at the age of uh, 14 years old. Mm -hmm. So I came from, from a very strong background for the Catholic Church. So okay. my whole family was part of a, a very, you know, a participant mm -hmm. in a Catholic Church, which is very common here in Latin America. Yes, yes. But uh, in... In the beginning of the 80s, it was a kind of revival for this part of the world. And uh, my family, just we went together for an open-door campaign, evangelistic campaign. Uh, and the Lord just started, you know, moving our heart and, and you know, provoking the, uh, our heart, the, 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 the thirsty to know more about Him. And uh, mm -hmm. we 
fin finally we, we came to the Lord as a family and we started a journey together. So mm -hmm. I start uh, walking with Jesus at the age of 14 uh, and I'm so uh, blessed to have this opportunity. But a couple of years later, um, in, a, in, a, in a very special Sunday service, we invite an, an, a missionary from originally from Mexico, but serving in Morocco. Wow. Uh, I still remember his name. He's a musician and he was doing music and at the same time missions. So he worked, he combined like uh, music missions in Morocco. So he was leading an orchestra in, in Morocco for a very high society, uh, but he was playing and making many people play Christian songs in Spanish, mm. of course. So Moroccans, they love our music and our rhythm. So and he used all that as a platform to spread the gospel among them. Mm. So when I heard that, and I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of musician, <laughs> I play piano. When I heard that, that uh, yeah, kind of, <laughs> at the age of, uh, of a teenager, I got, you know, wow, should I can do that? I can serve the Lord and do missions that way because that broke my, my, my thought of what is a missionary. So I believe uh, it was the Lord, of course, uh, talking to my heart deeply and moving my heart to see the world and the global need. So mm. I started my journey, walking step by step and participating in many conferences, uh, you know, doing some my own research about some areas of the world and, uh, well, by God's grace, uh, I've been involved in several mission societies. I planted a, a Christian organization called Christ for a City here in Argentina. We actually mm. mainly focus on urban missions in this area of the world. So outreach programs, working with poor people, homeless, and serving the church. So uh, all this experience was shaping my heart and still, you know, feeding my, my passion for God and for his mission. Uh, so at the end, uh, I got involved with a global network. It's mainly in Latin America. So we call Iberoamerica, which means the whole countries which speak Spanish and Portuguese, we call Iberoamerica. So mainly the Americas plus Portugal and Spain. All this part of the world we call Iberoamerica. And there is a network focused on missions called Comibam. And yeah. that network is, is just that. We connect churches, mission organizations, uh, individuals to work all together in order to yeah. spread the gospel, especially among the unreached groups. So I started getting involved with this uh, movement. And uh, you know, at the end of uh, 20. 18, I, I took my position as a director of mobilization for this network. So mm. there was a lot of details in between, but this is the long story short version for, <laughs> for this talk. Yeah, I can, I can totally relate to you in a way that, that God has given you different opportunities to serving in a very different spectrum of ministry. Mm. Urban ministry, yeah. urban missions, sure. serving the poor, very yep. practical, holistic missions, mm. and also involves yep. global movements and sending missionaries overseas, mobilizer, 
And I think these are all very different things because often, you know, You're right. church missions, individuals, seminaries sometimes have some kind of tension, but it feels like you're comfortable with that because you are being pastor in the church for more than 20 years, <laughs> but you're also involved with missions. You know, yeah. tell me a little bit about that. It, it, yeah, well, that, that's, that's the key, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. For some reason, maybe somebody can explain more what is, uh, what is the root of this kind of uh, division among local missions and global missions. But yeah. from the God perspective, it's just one mission. It's his mission. It will be locally and globally. But for some reason, there are some tensions between local church, mission organizations, uh, urban ministries with uh, you know, overseas ministries, uh, missionaries who are serving in, in a very uh, farthest part of the world with missionaries serving in the cities. It looks like uh, we are fighting but against one each other, but it's, that's, that's crazy. That's not true. So mm -hmm. I, I really like, I really uh, try, because I can tell them trying hardly to have a, a kingdom mindset. So mm. it's not about my uh, kingdom or the global mission kingdom or the global mission or the local mission kingdom of the denomination kingdom of the local church. You know, this is my people, yeah, don't territory. touch it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, we are resource, not my resource. This is my resource, not, not yours. <laughs> I agree with you, my brother. I heard that several times. It's like uh, we, we think that we are owners, or we have some, uh, I, don't, I don't know, some uh, ownership from, from, from people or from resources. And we only, we, we even, we are no owner from our own life because our life is surrendered to Him. So if I leave this life, it's because I have a purpose. And the purpose is glorify God and make him know globally. Again, the dogs are barking on the background. I'm sorry for that. It no looks like something night. is happening outside. But, but, but again, going back to the topic, this is very important, my brother. This is very important. We think that we have some uh, uh, rights mm -hmm. because I've been serving in this ministry or I founded this ministry, so I'm the owner of this church, I'm the owner of these people because I led the people to the Lord. Oh, come on, we are we own nothing. Okay. We are here to live for Him. Let me ask you this. Tell me a little bit about your church. How do you pastor, okay. you know, ordinary church course that global mission is very important, but also we need to love our neighbor. You know, yeah. That that's common practice. That's the challenge. However, it often be interpreted in a different way. You know, as a yeah, pastor, uh, how how do you deal with that? I think that is something really precious. I I want you to share with others. It is. It is, brother, and it's all, everything is by grace, by God's grace. Uh, mm -hmm. the, our church started since the beginning for a connection between two different denomination churches. One was a very Pentecostal church, mm -hmm. very small church. When the pastor had an issue, he left the church 
and the church without it was without any pastor. It was just a, 20 people in a very south part of our city. On the other hand, we had a Baptist church with a building where the church have uh, various issues, uh, moral issues with one of the leaders and people left the church and it was just two or three people living and serving in, in that church, pretty small church. So those two, two community, Christian community, called to my dad, my dad, Ruben Rica, my father, and he was uh, serving those churches in several uh, occasions, situations. So they called in and said, can you help us? Because we don't have pastors. And the other one had the same situation. Uh, so we, we gather these two groups. Um, we are talking about 25 people just to mm-hmm. pray and seek God, uh, trying to understand what, what is next. So uh, at the end of a couple of months, only just praying and seeking his voice, um, we realized that we have to merge both small groups in one new church. Mm. But one of the values since the beginning, it was missions. At that moment, we only think the mission was global missions. So we start embracing the idea and the name of a church is La Gracia de Cristo. So Grace of Christ is the, number, the, the name in, in English. But at the beginning, we, we, we tried to put in the logo a, a, a globe. So we, we will focus in on, on the global mission, global needs. But when we start just walking on that, that journey, we uh, start seeing needs around us. Um, God was talking different people from our church to start some kind of initiative reaching poor people. We start giving some offering for global ministries, but at the same time we were seeing this need, and then we start just trying to put a hand for our local people, our neighbor, and the other hands be very intentional. Their offerings are just reaching the, the, the farthest part of our mission, Latinos missionary are living and serving. So mm. we start developing this step by step. And, you know, I, I, I can tell you, it, was, it wasn't only part of the leadership. God brought people with a heart for local people, for neighbor, for, for um, very shanty towns, serving shanty towns to to build a house for people who are homeless or God brought the people. But at the same time, God started bringing people with a, with a heart for uh, North Africa, heart for, for India and uh, from other parts. So we learn all this step by step. Um, again, we were very sensitive to God's voice. Sometimes we, we realized that we were like a focusing too much in global missions, and then we, we make a pause and say, no, 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 that's not, not okay. We have to create a balance. This is more healthy worldview. It's local and global. So we were developing that, and then we urged young people to uh, study, to connect, and to, you know, again, we, we are at the end of May, we want to have a, a, a hybrid virtual gathering among mm-hmm. an Indonesian church 
youth group with a local church here in Argentina. We will gather online and we will hey. try to talk about cultures, uh, talking about needs. So we are trying to create bridges, local church with local church in another forest part of the world, and at the same time talking about God's mission. At the same time, we're still working with a neighbor. So God is good, brother. God is bringing all these ideas and, uh, and moving our heart to do that. But it's a learning, a never-ending learning process. Yes. Let me ask you about this. You know, 50 years ago, if you were talking about the face of missionaries, we'll probably think about mm. American, Westerner, yeah. you know, coming to our country, yeah, sure. trying to save the world, building mm. uh, clinics, hospitals, schools. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, the gravity of Christianity has shifted to the so-called majority world. Uh, missionaries are coming from the Philippines, coming from Korea, from Latin America, mm. from China, yeah. from everywhere else. Everywhere. Yeah. So did you see that in Argentina as well? Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> I can tell you maybe more than 15 years ago, uh, when we talk about missionaries, we were talking about uh, Western people. Uh, and we, uh, we were so blessed by many missionaries from the United States, from the United Kingdom, in this part of the world. Uh, a huge blessing. And of course, when you are a missionary, you carry your own bag. You know, I'm not talking about clothes or, or furniture or something like that. I'm talking about your culture. And yeah. our Christian culture, yeah, our baggage was uh, touched by that culture too. So it's been years of process of learning how to identify kingdom culture, not only Christian culture, because there is a slight difference being a Christian, especially for this part of the world. Um, mm -hmm. Many people 15 years ago, when you talk about Christian, if you're a, a Protestant church or Baptist church or, or Assembly of God Church, they say, oh, you, you, you are alive because you received funds from the U.S. That's why you are. And that was totally wrong. But people believe that if you are coming to Christ because you will get a salary from an international organization. Mm. That was a misunderstanding from non-Christian. But for Christians, there were some Christians trying to take advantage of a missionary mm. from Western world. So it was a, a, a long process to learn and understand what is the kingdom culture. And for this day, we have a bunch of um, Latinos missionaries spread around the globe, serving the church, serving God, and serving among the unreached groups. But um, during this process of learning, we got sometimes that we start believing, okay, the, uh, this is the end of uh, Western missionaries. So now is the time for Latinos because we are more relational. We know to adjust ourselves in a very uncomfortable place because we came from very poor countries. So we don't need Western missionaries. We only 
the world only needs Latinos. This is our time. And it was a good motivation, but it wasn't good because, again, it's not a Christian Latino mindset now. It's only a kingdom mindset. So now we grow in matureness and we are learning that we need all the world, the whole Christian world, the kingdom of God in the earth, just working together, collaborating in order yeah. to spread the gospel specifically for the unreached group. And now we, when we train missionaries, we, we were saying, you are not the solution for the world. Jesus is the solution. And Jesus wants to use your life at the same time, the yeah. Western world life or Asian life or whatever, just to reach the unreached people of the world. So we are learning, brother. But now is the day for, for everybody, for all Christians, just to spread the gospel and work together. Yeah. Preach it, Pastor. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> sorry, sorry. That, that, that's something really so crucial. And I think that's a blind yeah. spot because we always take pride about ourselves uh, and because mm. we are... You know, we're capable of doing things. We have, now we are yeah. more established in many ways and yeah. so probably this is our turn you know however mm. we need to know the mutual respect is very important and collaboration yeah. working with one another and coming back yeah, to uh, global mobilization network and i just want to mm -hmm. read the statement of our mission uh, global mobilization network yes, is to exist as a catalytic network to facilitate communities of among mobilizers through communication, collaboration, and cooperation. I think... I love it. Yeah. You know, th these are just so well said because collaboration, mm. communication, and cooperation. That means we're interdependent. We're yeah inclusive instead of exclusive that's yours mm -hmm. that's mine you know i think that's the beauty of it yeah yeah brother i, I, I totally ask, agree with you brother yeah. no, yeah, no, go let ahead, me please. ask you one, one last question excuse me <laughs> <laughs> from your experience what are the biggest obstacles or probably mm. I can say gaps for okay collaboration is it because mm. language yeah culture, well uh, denomination I don't know mm. what do you see yeah sure I think you mentioned two different things one is obstacles Another one is our gaps, and you are, I, I would you with that, because language barrier can be, of course, language could be an obstacle. Um, lack of uh, cultural learning or cultural mm. intelligence could be an obstacle. Well, we can overcome all these obstacles uh, only by training, by learning, of course, and language and all that. But there are some gaps 
that need to be filled. And I, I, be, I really believe, brother, the, mm -hmm. one of the biggest challenges we are facing right now is the, how I can say that, the institutional, not only church, I'm talking about institutional, corporative, uh, uh, organizational mindset. Mm who knows, just wants to be owner of their network, or we want to go for a kind of collaboration, but I have an agenda behind the scene, you know, like I'm, I have a hiding agenda, so I, <laughs> I want to just be in this network because I want to take these resources for my yeah. own Very calculated. Organization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very calculated. And that's, that's so sad, my brother. Because that's not Jesus uh, Christ-like, you know. That that wasn't like Jesus did. Uh, he offered himself, uh, and I think we, we need to learn more. And even uh, one other thing that I'm 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 talking I'm talking here in Latin America is we, we have to uh, learn when we talk about mobilization. We we think about programs. We think about uh, videos, uh, media. Uh, good speech to to you know to talk to touch the heart of people touch emotions or being good on whatever but when we talk about mobilization we need to talk about to make disciple because mobilization from my perspective is discipleship i mobilize people by disciples that people in order to embrace their calling but i will be with them walking together I'm learning together because I'm not an expert. I'm learning. I'm a learner. But of course, we can work together. You know, that that person can be a missionary or whatever the Lord is called this person to be. So there is obstacles and there are gaps. But one of the biggest obstacles is still the culture of the church as, as an institution, as an organization, mm. as an, uh, an instructor a very um, hard structure that no flexible. So we, we have to, but you know, one of the things that can fill the gap, and I'm, I'm finishing this part, my idea, I hope we, you can get the idea. Uh, in order to fill the gap, we have to be friends. So friendship fill the gap. Mm. Because let, let, let me uh, draw this in. Uh, I'm a director, executive director for a very big or, uh, organization, mission organization. I have several responsibilities, duties, and I'm working. I have goals and everything. I have the board talking to me and asking for a report. And I'm just trying to do myself the best mm -hmm. I can, uh, working with my human resource people and everything. So when somebody invites me to be part of a network, and I'm super busy. But somebody, a friend one of your advice, say, okay, you can go to that network because we want to get this benefit from that. Okay, I'll go with that. But I'm coming with my, 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 my wrong, wrong motivation. Yeah. But what about if I develop friendship as a executive director with another person, let, let's say Ray, and we, are, we start getting friends, I'm very close friends, and then you invite me to be part of the network that you are serving. Mm. And because of uh, friendship, 
this friendship fill the gap and I will be motivated to be with you in that network. Of course, I have some duties, but at the same time, the friendship is moving me to be part of uh, any effort that we can work together and create together in order to collaborate and serve the church. And as we said, to reach the unreached groups of the world. So friendship, it could be one of the way to fill the gap. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not an Lord, English speaker, I'm learning. <laughs> Lord have mercy on us. I, I, yeah. I think the, the beauty of it yeah. is, is really relational. I think Latinos, yeah. Chinese, Arabs, mm. you know, we share something yeah. in common. You know, we're really yeah. relational. Sometimes mm. you really need to build up that kind of a trust. And then yep. there's a business talk. Always <laughs> dealing with issues on a dinner table. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We share with... Yeah, you're right common uh, interests and ideas, and then things go smoothly after that. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you for your time. I think I really appreciate your talk. I My think pleasure, I, brother. I can, I can talk with you a whole day. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only have a very short Oh, me too. <laughs> I can talk with you. <laughs> Let's hey, do that next time. Let me just finish with this. Yeah, brother. What will be a, a great topic if I invite you to come to my church to preach on missions or mission, mobiliza mission mobilization? Right. You know, yeah. if well, you that's a good question, come bro. to my church and I will be your translator, okay? <laughs> Okay, good. But what kind <laughs> of your messages that you want to share with my congregation? And it's universal, it's kingdom culture. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's on kingdom your heart. culture for sure. Yeah, well, let me tell you, it's very simple, but I think uh, we, we have to return to the roots of the gospel. So, discipleship. You know, working together, being a local church with a global relevance. Mm -hmm. That's our topic that I really like to talk and, and share. And of course, uh, there is uh, a lot of uh, cultural intelligence, how to learn from our culture and for other culture in order to seek kingdom culture. So that's our topic that we can just uh, talk and share and of course I will be more than happy to be with you and your and your family your church and spend some time that will be a, such a blessing for me uh, but again uh, I think uh, we we need all we all need us so uh, we, we have to work together the only way to to accomplish that the task that we have in front of us is working together I, I know you heard Amen. this many times, several times, but I think this is the time to start doing it. Not only yeah. saying or teaching about it, just start mm -hmm. creating the path in order to call, we can collaborate together. Let, let's think and dream about that. You know, a, a Chinese church, local church, 
working together with an Argentine church serving globally. So that, that sounds unbelievable. But this yeah, kind of mind blowing <laughs> we have to work. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a mind blowing. But but that's the way that we can work together mm -hmm. because we need you and you need it. You need us. So we, we, we definitely we have to work together and we have to learn how to do it. Brothers and sisters, Herman Rika. Thank you. The one, the only <laughs> Pastor Herman. Thank you very much for your time. Once again, this Thank is you. our tribe. This is your tribe. We are mobilizers. We're serving God. We're serving Amen. the kingdom together. Thank you very much. Amen.